Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Panic Attacking Podcast, a podcast where we talk about anxiety and comedy. I'm Andrew Chavone. And I'm Stephen Rogers. We have a special guest in our guest series. We got Ashley Book Roberts, who's gone viral on Instagram and all this other stuff, talking about yeah. anxiety. Yeah, she's got uh, killer videos. It's a killer episode. We have a lot of fun, a lot of good riffs. And uh, Ashley really lets us know which ones are bad in the <laughs> nicest way possible. Yeah. It's so, <laughs> It was so fun. Uh, we got a lot of swings. We got a lot of hits. And we got a lot of misses. So stay tuned we, for those. We, uh, we get into Ashley's anxiety and how she deals with it. She had a lot of anxiety that both Andrew and I related to. We also get into supplements. A lot of talk about that, which was really interesting and made me jealous that I don't take any. And we talk about anxiety about flying, how to handle it, and anxiety about losing momentum once you start working out, which was my story. Yes, <laughs> and uh, I get into when you have somebody staying at your place and you want to make them feel welcome, and yeah. Ashley gets into a topic of her own. Yeah, um, so that's great. Her topic was not hating texting. Yes, was hating communi- texting. Yeah, communication in general, I guess. Yeah. It's all good, everybody. Stay tuned for the episode. Subscribe, like, share, review. We got a couple of great reviews recently that we shared on the Instagram. And if you review us, we'll share on the Instagram as well. Yes, check out uh, Ashley Brooke Roberts uh, on Instagram at Ashley underscore Brooke underscore Roberts. She has her link tree on her Instagram that leads to all her other stuff. And she's also on TikTok, Ashley Brooke Roberts. Really fun episode. Thank you so much for listening and uh, stay tuned for the music. Stay tuned for the music, everybody. And Patreon, $5 a month, four episodes. Thanks so much. starts beating I'm like sweating and trembling. Me too. I'm gonna, I'm gonna die. Hey, everybody, and welcome to the podcast. I'm Stephen Rogers. I'm Andrew Chavone. Good to see you, buddy. Uh, this is a, another exciting episode. We got another guest. I'm really uh, excited to uh, introduce. Uh, I've, I'm a big fan of her uh, her anxiety TikTok uh, and reels. I don't have reels. It's a whole other thing. Uh, please welcome the very funny Ashley Brooke Roberts, everybody. Yeah. Wow, wow, wow. <laughs> wow. So excited to be here. Thank you for having me. Super pumped. So, so excited to see you. Steven's so excited he had a speech impediment kick in. I yeah. did, and I'm in my head already about how I said everyone, like there's going to be claps, there's mm. nobody here. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's the, the people thing. with the headphones, you know, they don't need to clap. Right, right. I, you know. I don't imagine anyone's clapping at sitting in front of their, uh, their 1940s radio listening to this. Uh, that's uh, how I listen to my podcasts. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, in my head about the intro, and thanks for the assist, Andrew. That, uh, <laughs> that helped. Uh, all right, let's get right into it. Ashley, thanks for uh, being here. Uh, are you an anxious person? You know, that's a great question. Right um, off the gate here. Yeah, I was first off, I listened to you guys' pod. Oh, so God. I'm familiar with the, um, the format to some degree. And I was like on a walk before this being like, God, how deep do I go? You know, like, 
Do we start from the beginning? Like how, you know, when you're giving a little snapshot, but um, I am an anxious person and it is something that uh, has always been a part of my life, but has just grown and changed and it's had many seasons. Um, it's like a plant. And, mm-hmm, it, it looks yeah. like my backdrop. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I thought that was a dragon flame. I didn't know that was a plant until just That's now. sunflower, I think, right? Yeah, I don't know. What's going on? I oh, call like a hotels ahead and I'm like, make sure it's the most confusing backdrop possible. <laughs> <laughs> so it's changed. It's changed. <laughs> it's changed throughout your life. Is it better now or is it uh, unfortunately worse? Well, it, it's a lot better now. Yeah, for mm. sure. Better now. It has. There are some aspects of it that are worse now. My flying anxiety is worse than it's ever been as an adult. It's gotten really bad. Um, but I would say overall anxiety is a lot better. That's good. Do you take any treatment for it to reduce it or is it all like comes with age? Um, well, I did. So like growing up, I just had, you know, the sporadic panic attack. So I would always have like a Valium or Xanax prescription Oh wow! Um, when I was like a teen and in my twenties, cause I would have like a debilitating panic attack. Mm. I feel like Valium is like the bazooka of anxiety, you know, like, like, like red alert, like, you know, nuclear option. Yeah, (laughs) totally. It works. It knocks you out. It knocks you out. You should say like a action hero phrase before you drop it in. (laughs) (laughs) Like what? Uh, These are my family Valiums. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Family Valium tour. I don't know. I, that was, I, That's he, fun. I, I That's didn't fun. <laughs> <laughs> well, we already could tell that Ashley's polite when a riff is bad. So this is uh, the we Valium guess. your opinion, Ashley. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then when I was uh, an adult in my 30s, I went to see a psychiatrist about something and she was like, what are we going to do about the anxiety? And I was like, usually I just have a Valium prescription that I only need like once a year. And she was like, no, what are we going to do about like the baseline anxiety? And I was like, excuse me. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you're trying to help. I'm surprised by this. What are you talking about? You know, like I was just uh, thinking of anxiety in terms of attacks, you know? Um, Right, right. And so I did take medicine for a little bit for it. I I have like a very complicated relationship with medicine because, Mm. you know, I was diagnosed with ADD in the nineties, which is very hard to do if you're a woman. (laughs) Um, It's like, they were not giving it to girls in the nineties. So I was like a Ritalin kid, you know? Um, Wow. Yeah, I know. It's an accomplishment. Um, I I was too, Ashley. I feel like we were the guinea pigs of of this now. Now they just give it like, um, like a 25 cent gumball, you know, like (laughs) that comes in one of those like grocery store vending machines. But yeah, Mm -hmm. when we had it, it was like, no one really knew. down in volume. Mm -hmm. Oh my God. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. When we had it, like no one really knew what it was. And it was for kids who clearly couldn't pay attention. Now it's like, Mm -hmm. oh, you you get distracted once a day. Here you go. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, but yeah, I did take Lexapro for a while and it really, um, it did, it was incredible. It totally worked. And uh, it made me have a new relationship to my anxiety that I was unaware of, which was just like, it gave me like a buffer. You know, like usually I feel like I'm an exposed wound, one might mm-hmm. say, just coming in constant contact with my surroundings, like reacting immediately. Yeah. Um, but like Lexapro or, you know, like any sort of D 
day-to-day anxiety medicine, it feels kind of like um, a little bit of a, a band-aid, a buffer between you and the outside world. You get like time to process things. Oh, that's wow. great. Like you don't immediately freak, right? Yeah. You, you get yeah. like a, you get to be like, hey, wait, is this worth worrying about? Yeah. Or, uh, okay. But then, you know, eventually you do have to deal with the side effects. And that's usually when I bail. That's usually <laughs> when I'm like, okay, I had enough. Thank you. This is fun. But, um, <laughs> I know they are brutal. Yeah, I'm not a fan. Well, that's great. So that's been yeah. working. That's helped you in your, your, your trip and journey through anxiety. It did. Yeah. I stopped after like a year. Oh, wow. I stopped with the Lexapro. It, it helped because it just made me realize what it was like to not have day-to-day basic anxiety, like baseline anxiety. Cause I hadn't really realized that was such a like integral part of my human experience mm. until it was taken away. And wow. I was like, well, this is interesting. <laughs> um, and so then it just gave me like a new perspective that's really been priceless. I mean, it's, the the volume is shot okay listen I, <laughs> the, i'm trying oh man killer wow uh, i couldn't hear you can you turn up the volume uh oh. volume <laughs> the, the uh i yeah i feel like that's a plato's cave allegory you know with the mm-hmm. people who are tied in a cave and they're like well i guess this is life it sucks i'm just looking at a shadow all day and then they're like oh wait there's i don't have to do this Mm-hmm. There's perfect wow. forms. Yeah, outside of the cave. <laughs> <laughs> I feel bad for those cave people, but I know. I really don't awful. think I really hope it's not based on a true story, but um now, that would be r- ridiculous, but it wouldn't surprise me. <laughs> <laughs> now, I have a, a question. So after seeing how the the unhang anxious half live, mm-hmm. where you're like, oh well, here's my goal now like to, to be like this all the time and or you like I just can't take this anymore um what the, well, the drug it sounded, it sounded <laughs> like you're, you just randomly started singing an 80s hair metal song <laughs> I just can't take this anymore <laughs> what I am I do, fighting for <laughs> I think you're gonna do we're not gonna take it but uh oh. yeah uh I'm talking about the Lexapro because you said you stopped taking it yeah were you but Andrew's really giving me the assist here. Uh, who's your doctor? <laughs> who's your doctor? Um, D. Snyder. Uh, I give that riff a D. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> More like F. Snyder. <laughs> uh, now, did, like, did you see? Go. I want to have. I want to reach no anxiety without taking something, or are you taking? Trying to find the right. Uh, anti-anxiety med for you and just still haven't found it or yeah meds just don't really work with me we don't vibe they do like they do a great job for about six months they'll get me out of a funk I've gone through cycles with them and I listen people believe it or not not a doctor don't take my advice but (laughs) I get I got about a good six months on medicine before I'm like damn I miss orgasms or like I I'm tired of being fat, you know, like there's the right. are just too much. And so then I just usually stop. Oh doing. man. Mm-hmm. I, I, uh, I get it. Man. Well, I want to plug, uh, I've been taking these, uh, dietary supplements. My dad recommended one of them is, is Valerian root. I talked about this mm. on the bonus episode. Well, you should yeah. mention to her that your dad is a therapist. Yeah. So he, uh, he, he knows things, but he, he recommended this for, for a sleep anxiety aid over, uh, over pills and it smells so bad. 
it i just want to talk about how it smells like you ever you ever like have a mousetrap you forgot about um but anyway so it's, it's gone bad i think if that if it smells like a dead rat it smells like then, a dead rat yeah then i think it's expired i don't know it could <laughs> yeah, be i don't think it's helping you sleep i think you're passing out <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't even take the pills. I just open the bottle and fall down. <laughs> so uh, I guess there's other things. I don't know what I'm trying to plug here, but I, I think there's other, I'm trying to say there's other things other than hardcore brain. Yeah. Meds. No, I like Valerian root. I like a lot of stuff for sleep. You've Alcohol. heard of that? I've never heard of it. Valerian root? Oh yeah. It's right up there with HTP. <laughs> what? Is that the, the, the home show network? I thought that's five, the, eight, five HTP. Yeah, I recognize that from my internet browser. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, um, right before www. <laughs> Another D. <laughs> Another D. Snyder. <laughs> yeah, let Very her plug popular. the HTTP. What? HTTP. HTTP. Five HTTP. Mm-hmm. I've okay. never heard of it. It's yeah, I don't like, know e- either. It's the stuff that's in Turkey, like that puts you to sleep. So oh. people oh. who like Valerian root usually are also dabbling with 5-HTP. I feel like it's, I mean, maybe we're just talking about my mom, actually, (laughs) but those are all things that she sends me about once a year. Ashley, I'm not, I'm not fooling around with you or or joking. I will get this. I will go and buy this today. HTP. Five. Is there the five in front of it? Five HTP. Just FYI. Yeah. Five HTP. Okay. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Now, how do you feel about uh, magnesium? Are you guys Yes, actually, now I've um, never had magnesium. I got it. I got it right here. Uh, the triple complex. Love magnesium. <laughs> I have a whole cocktail of of weird things. I take. That sounds like a, a apartment uh, area. The triple complex. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, Where are you guys staying? The triple complex. Five no... HTP and the triple complex. <laughs> <laughs> what room are you in? Five HTP. <laughs> Uh, I don't know anything about magne- magnesium. I oh, it's said so magneto. important for anxiety. What, uh, what is it? Uh, I know back to not a doctor, but why, mm-hmm. why do you like magnesium? Um, do you ever have like, when you're just, you run, you've been running on anxiety so long that you just, you, you know, your body's depleted. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like you've been in flight mode yes. for too long. There hasn't been a time to rest or rebuild. Your body is probably exhausted its magnesium supply at that point. Uh, listen, I just hang out on the GNC website, so I don't really know if any of this is real. <laughs> Are you a rep for GNC? I, so. <laughs> I have an affiliate code, and I would like to share it with your. Yeah, if you go to HTP slash at GNC uh, slash Ashley Brooke Roberts. Yeah, there's something with like cortisol and magnesium processing where your body needs magnesium to process stress, cortisol, and then you can just deplete yourself of magnesium. So do you ever take, you ever do the calm, the from C-A-L-M, calm from, you can get it at Whole Foods or anything like that. It's a powder you add to your water. Oh, no. It's so good. I love, I have AM calm and PM calm. And they're both just like super duper absorbable magnesium supplements. But the PM oh. has um, melatonin. Oh my oh. God. Ashley uh, is like a one-stop shop. I've also, I've also been taking uh, the melatonin. I up my I think dose. Andrew's opening a pharmacy in his <laughs> I love to see it. Department. I love it. There, there's like this 
I live in Queens and there's a guy down the street who just has all this stuff in his store. And uh, I mean, it might explain why the Valerian root smells horrible, but all I need to do is walk down there and everything's the same price. I don't know why, but it's all like 10 bucks for every bottle. So uh, I just keep- also, sorry, go ahead. If I can't sleep after one of these, I just go down the street and get another one. And then I just keep adding to it. It's like Pokemon. <laughs> I was thinking about that. Actually, that's interesting. You say that about Pokemon. Cause I was thinking about that with, when we were talking about the evolutions of anxiety and I was like, mm. no, don't reference Pokemon. Don't, oh. do don't do it, Ashley, your evolution. I would have been all for it. Okay. I would have gone with the Animorphs personally, but. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, I'm glad you, I'm glad no one went with Animorphs. <laughs> <laughs> what are you, Animorphs? Yeah, the that's part of Animorphs was the cover of the book. I that's know that's where should, it ended. They should make an anxiety one where a guy's like this and then slowly like stands up straight. <laughs> yeah, he, he starts here and then ends like this. <laughs> <laughs> no, he he starts like this. And then oh, ends up, I got gotcha. you. Maybe an- like so, oh, he's anamorphing out of anxiety. He made, yeah, right. Then you know he he starts with his hands in his hair pulling him, and then it ends with like his hand under his chin, you know, looking <laughs> suave. I like it. See, so there's also a polite. supplement. Yeah, I'm really nice. That's one of my, <laughs> that's, that's something you should know about me. It must there's be the a, magnesium. It helps. <laughs> Sam E. That's another one you should look into. I, I don't know if you can get it outside of GNC. They might have like a, the patent on it. Um, helps, but it helps, helps with your promotion. <laughs> <it's>, <laughs> what, wait, what is it exactly? It's called Sam, S-A-M dash E, I think is the name of it. Um, it's and a, it's like really big in the uh, anxiety. Yeah, Sammy. Oh, okay. You can get it different places. Yeah. It's, oh, man. Uh, I loved him in the sequel to Wally. Mm, mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Uh, I never right. saw Wally, but, you know, I do know the reference. Um, F minus Snyder. <laughs> <laughs> That's more of a buoy. Um, B-O-O. Okay. So everybody, okay. <laughs> uh, Sam E, I'll write that down. I'll try. Yeah, to I'm excited for you. You're going on this supplement journey. That's great. <laughs> yeah, it just started. I'm excited. But it's working. It's making me want to do supplements. This talk is making me want to do it. it but you sleep. Do supplements? Yeah. They're, not dr- <laughs> they're not drugs. <laughs> Make me yeah. want to do supplements. Oh, no, I just want to go to a party and, and uh, buy some supplements <laughs> off. You go to you go to a Grateful Dead yeah. concert and and just uh, take a couple. Um, so no, but Steven, you sleep like a rock. I mean, I'm taking these cause I've been sleeping like horrible. Like mm. the, the anxiety keeps me awake, but maybe oh, yeah, it's I helping great. The, yeah. So I don't, mm. I don't know if this might be the stuff for you because. But the magnesium, you can be, uh, I could be out of magnesium. That's true. You could take the magnesium. Yeah. Yeah. I, feel like I just want to fit in. <laughs> you know what? It does make you a little sleepy, but nothing you can't fight off, but, um, it does, it will help with poops too. So that's oh, the bonus. Okay a bonus side effect yeah well now we're getting into my category mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> i say knew no, it say no more <laughs> i knew actually knew i was full of it I was uh, like- <laughs> oh my god <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, you you mentioned your uh anxious flyer which that is me all the time do you do anything do you have any uh rituals for flying flying i was almost gonna say flights and i switch last minute uh what is your go-to when you fly i used to have like a whole thing that i would do where i wouldn't have coffee and i would bring lavender oil and i would do like a series of breathing and i would listen to 
Brian Eno's Four Airports soundtrack. Like he made an ambient album that's just to make you calm in airports called Four Airports. Wow. Um, yeah, so I had like a lot of tools at my disposal and then it's just gotten so intense that I just have to take Xanax, unfortunately. I actually just flew back from somewhere like two weeks ago and I did not have Xanax because I get like one prescription for 10, like every five years, mm -hmm. you know, I barely fly. So I don't ever have to take it. But I, I was like, I can fly back. I'm flying back from Myrtle Beach. It's an hour and a half tops to New Jersey. This will be easy peasy. I have, you know, taking the Xanax when you have to get somewhere it helps. But when you're coming back, you're like, I'm going to want to be home so bad yes. that that will override the anxiety. Yes. Uh, so but it, it did not. And I had a full meltdown on the plane. Oh, and oh the, no. Yeah. The stewardesses had to get involved and a nurse had to get involved. It was really bad. This, this is like two weeks ago. Oh, yeah. my gosh. This was yeah. mid flight or before you took off? Mid flight. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I'm so sorry. It's okay. Wow. <laughs> I'm, I'm past it now. It was more oh, embarrassing. Yeah. And then I'm like, I just get so freaked out that I'm like scarring children because I'm, <laughs> I'm, I am noticeably in distress. And I'm like, some kid is going to have a horrible, <laughs> is going to be hung up because he saw this like adult person have a meltdown right. on a plane. You, you're worried you're the reason the baby cries. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah, I'm not mad at the baby. I'm mad at myself. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know, like in, in uh, those movies when somebody has a heart attack and the stewardess is like, do we have any doctors on the plane? Somebody saw you and was like, do we have any supplemental salesmen? <laughs> <laughs> Quick, I need some five HTL. <laughs> I need five milligrams of or melanin. <laughs> Does anyone have any roots of any kind? <laughs> Please, no matter how bad they smell. <laughs> <laughs> oh man that's so funny i i am ter i used to take xanax for flying i i mean sometimes i miss it but i'm i'm mine is i don't know what part of the flight is for you mine's the takeoff is the worst part mm -hmm. so i uh meditate for the as soon as we're about to take off i start meditating until 20 minutes has passed but other than that i have no idea what to do Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's really tough. Um, I'm I, takeoff and landing. People are always like, isn't that the worst part? And honestly, it's not because I feel like that's when something is going to happen. I'm like prepared for something to happen. It's more like when we're just in this little container in the sky indefinitely. Mm -hmm. Well, that's when I start to panic and I'm like, I had to get out of here. And then I start imagining myself pulling the security door. And then that's really when I start oh, to flip. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, you know, what do you do? I used to, when I was in my twenties and in my thirties, when I, before I had to take, before I started taking medication, I would talk to people. So I would just be like, Hey, I'm, Hey, uh, <laughs> I'm like freaking out. Like uh, we like <laughs> chit chat for a little bit and everyone would always be like, yeah, totally. Like, and I would get hear people's life stories. I met a divorced oh, wow. dad who was reuniting with his children. You know, he's like, oh. you think this is bad. Wait till you hear what I'm about to do. So like, <laughs> that always makes me feel better. Oh man. Thank God. Mm -hmm. you're in a Other people's pain. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so <laughs> yeah. you sit there like, did I ever tell you, Steve? That's why I, wear, I read war books. I'm like, hey, at least I'm not being attacked by a flamethrower. <laughs> uh, I mean, I'm just worried about money. 
Uh, yeah, so I would talk <laughs> to strangers on the flight. That's helpful. Counting is helpful. Mm-hmm. Big counter. Um, oh, what do you count? To 100 and back. Oh, wow. Yeah, just over and over again, indefinitely. Um, I look at funny pictures. I have a folder mm-hmm. saved on my phone of uh, people making funny faces, or I look at loved ones, um, pictures of loved ones. Um, I also have, we want to get deep. Oh, yeah. Okay, I have a house that I retreat to in my mind where I have milk and cookies. Okay, so So, that is. (laughs) So that's good. You you have the Happy Gilmore Drive uh, golfing um, thing? I don't know what that is. Uh, Oh, he didn't say it in English. I didn't, I said it wrong, but Happy Gilmore, the movie, I don't know, you yeah. say you've never seen it. Mm-hmm. So before, he, you know, he's like a hockey player that turned golfer and he's mm-hmm. too angry. So his coach is like, think happy thoughts and his happy place before he swings is milk and cookies with his grandma in, oh. in a house. And then, um, and then he does well. So that's, that's just quite the coincidence. Yeah. Very close. Never seen it. I should, I'm embarrassed that I haven't, but it'll be, it, sometimes it's tea. Someone's made me tea, you know. I go in the kitchen. There's always like a little note there for me. Oh, that's and awesome! No joke. That also happens in the movie. Uh, except Stop it's, iced, it. it's it's iced tea. Uh. What the <laughs> fuck? I'm suing. That's yeah. it. I've had enough of this shit. Did you? Adam did you sit next to Adam Sandler on a plane and tell him your life story? I think so. Yeah, maybe you talk to him. Sucks. <laughs> He's always is he a divorced with... dad. Mm, probably. <laughs> No, I think he's I just happy. assume. <laughs> he seems to have a good uh, uh, marriage based on think... those videos, like of him and IHOP. Wow, sounds like you are. Yeah, do you know Adam Sandler? <laughs> what videos? The personal ones he texts you? What are they? Well, like he took his daughter to IHOP and they were like, Aww. it's going to be a 30 minute wait. And he's like, all right, we'll just go. And he just left with his daughter. You know, like when a celebrity might have gone like, don't you know who I am? I, oh. I, I made the movie with the milk and cookies and tea. Mm. <laughs> I just assume, I said he was divorced. I assume like everyone who reaches a certain point financially gets a divorce. Is that, that's my Is consideration that a of the goal? rich. <laughs> yeah, you get rich enough where you can get, you can be a divorced dad. I it assume. Does, it does seem like it happens a lot in Hollywood. I don't know what it, it, it is about it. Maybe because their marriages are just like stepping stones in their career. That's what it feels like sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like like an actress will marry a director and then they'll get divorced when the, when the actress... It, takes the next step and the director stays in the same place you know i I don't you ever notice that or maybe because their personalities are are not really in in tune for marriage maybe marriage is a construct you know and that's really what we're here to figure out today guys thanks for being on my podcast (laughs) (laughs) we went as deep as we can go here (laughs) marriage is a construct I mean, she's plugging uh, her HTC merch. <laughs> <laughs> now, now it's making all sense. We're on her podcast. <laughs> oh man, uh, yeah. I, I feel like anxiety. You always go to the worst possible place, and that's like the worst thing to have when you're flying. Because if there's one second of turbulence, I'm like, all right, the plane's gonna explode. You know, like that's my immediate thought with one step second of turbulence so i understand what you mean with uh does it does it trigger with the turbulence or just the fact that you're in the plane and you're like oh, i gotta reach for the door now i mean turbulence does not help okay turbulence no will, i will 
audibly make noise. (laughs) (laughs) I grabbed a man's hand on the flight down from Myrtle Beach, even though I had already taken the Xanax. We had some turbulence and I grabbed a man's hand who was next to me and went, oh God. And then he didn't speak English and he was like replied to me in another language. And then his wife who also didn't speak English started replying to me and I let go of his hand, but um, oh, it was, it was good. not, they were all very nice about it, but I good, think that good. it was, it was an odd moment, but yeah, I will like gasp uncontrollably. Um, what was the question? Yeah. Does, <laughs> does uh, turbulence trigger it or uh, yeah. I don't know. Does anything oh, yeah. trigger, trigger your, your uh, anxious spiral when you're in the airplane? Turbulence doesn't help, but just flying in general, just being up there. Like I kind of, like I said, the takeoff, the landing, there's action going on, you know, like I feel like I'm ready for whatever is about to happen. I'm prepared. Right. But when it's just sort of this endless, who knows what's happening? Like I'm just, feels like purgatory, right? You're just kind of floating right. in nothingness. Like what's yes. going on? Like, give me the fuck out of here. <laughs> like this is torture. Yeah, um, I know. It's horrible. Yeah. One of the last times. Oh, also I now I'm engaged. And so usually I fly with my fiance and that's great. I can is that, squeeze is that the guy? Is that the guy whose hand you held? No. Um, uh, <laughs> that was, is that how you met? Another, <laughs> another woman's man, unfortunately. Oh. Um, but yeah, so I can like talk to him. So he makes it a lot easier, but one of the, like maybe like three or four years ago, I was on a flight without him. And this woman leaned over and started talking to me. And I I would have thought it was very rude, but she was Australian. So it was mm-hmm. very charming. But she was just like, hi. Yeah, just so you know, like your flight anxiety is due to something that happened to you as a child. It's uh, not related to flying. And and I was like, why the f- why is she talking? And then I realized I had just been gripping on my seat and moaning. And so like, you know, I was, she was just, responding to the noises I was making but she was trying to tell me that like flying anxiety wasn't fit like a fear of flying is irrational and so if you have flight anxiety it's based on something deeper that you need to discuss with your therapist is what she was telling me that I needed to uh, but I've talked about it with my therapist and it ain't she hasn't helped so I don't know what the answer <laughs> is well I, I know what that Australian's talking about I'm afraid of flying because when I was a kid um, I was hit in the head by a bird so <laughs> Ever since then, I can't I'll really do fly. it. Yeah, yeah, that'll do it. <laughs> Flew right in my head. And uh-huh. uh, those beaks are sharp. So, I mean, it's over. Lots to unpack there. Yeah, I was on the roller coaster with Fabio when it hit, <laughs> hit him. And so I've never been able to recover. <laughs> man, I, uh, man, I'm glad I wasn't uh, that person didn't say that to me because it's like no the fear is that we're in the sky and we could fall and die is, yeah. is the fear yeah That's, uh, well she was like i used to have this this mm. i used to be in the same position you were in and uh and then she's like and i went to therapy and i was like bitch i've been in therapy my whole life okay <laughs> you don't know anything about me <laughs> i think australian therapy is different though you know they <laughs> Yeah, she like, she went on a walkabout. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's got to wrestle a croc. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I love I I we already we talked about it a little bit while ago. I love the going to the house in your mind. I think that's mm-hmm. so good. 
Uh, and like Andrew said, we always go to the worst place. So it's nice that you go to a nice one. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that's a great uh, idea that I, I'll steal and make a movie out of. Um, <laughs> I'm, writing, I'm writing a book. So I claim the rights to it now. Great. Perfect. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Oh, that's wonderful. Um, now, I think we got to your anxiety and uh, and wh- how you handle it. I'm trying to think if there Andrew, is there any others before we get into what happened to us all this week? I think we covered it all. Yeah, we did. It flew so quickly. Uh, all right, so now was, it flew so quickly. I was afraid. Yeah. <laughs> did it remind you of a bird? And. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, during this, my chair has sunk, so I'm like slowly. Oh, you got a little shorter. Is that what would happen? You seem to, yeah. Yeah, you got to give your chair some magnesium. You you (laughs) went down like an inch. Yeah, Yeah. gotta give my uh, chair Viagra. Uh, Oh my gosh. Yep. (laughs) I couldn't think of a different supplement. (laughs) Uh, It's not a supplement. Uh, all right. Uh, so this is uh, where we we have things that happened to us this week that made us anxious, and we would ask you what you would do in that scenario. And if you have anything, uh, feel free, and we'll and we'll do the the same as well. Andrew is usually the best at this. So. Yeah. So so in my quest to have a decent night's sleep this, this past couple of weeks, I have been. I've been trying exercise, which sounds crazy, but I've never done it in a whole year since the pandemic. And I went to Dick's Sporting Goods and got a pull-up bar for the arms and running shoes for my legs, you know, or the feet. You know what I mean? I got I got running shoes to run. I don't have any running shoes. So I put up the, the pull-up bar on my bedroom. Uh, what is it called? Frame? Door frame? And you can, it like locks in and you can do pull-ups. So I did like a couple sets of pull-ups, put on the running shoes, ran around the block. I think I lasted like 15 minutes before I wanted to to die. And then I came back and I'm like, okay, that was good. I did great. Now tomorrow I'm going to, I'm going to do even further and and do more pull-ups and run further. I closed my bedroom door to go to bed. The pull-up bar falls off and makes a huge noise and i'm like oh god hope the neighbor doesn't kill me and i go to sleep wake up in the middle of the night to go to the bathroom crush my toe on the pull-up bar that is now in the hallway that i completely forgot about my pinky toe is now (laughs) like swelled up purple it looks like an eggplant on the, the very device I meant to exercise on has totally debilitated me. So the now- The very pants you were returning. <laughs> yeah, so Coley killed my momentum of, of my mental um, of exercise. So now I took a whole day off because I was so pissed <laughs> at myself and my foot. And now today I, I walked, you know, hobbled around the block, but I still haven't done a pull-up yet. I'm just so discouraged. So Ashley, what would you feel- if if somebody if if you Actually, if you went through this very specific <laughs> chain of events what would happen to you yeah if you if you got all this exercise equipment and one of the equipment damaged the other uh, your the part of you that uses the other equipment would you keep going would you spiral like i did what would what would happen to you 
Well, I okay, great question. Um, first off, I'm sorry about your toe. Second off, I think that you just got to like get the idea of exercise momentum out of your head and think more about like exercise as a form of um, like daily medicine because you got to do something every day or you're going to feel like shit. Yeah. So it's just for anxiety reasons. Like either you're taking a, take a walk every day, exercise every day. So don't even worry. I feel like we trick ourselves with this idea of like, I'm going to work myself up into the momentum. No, you're popping your Valerian root. You're doing your pull ups. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> they go hand in hand. Um, then I'd also recommend couch to 5k, babe. You're not just going out there and running straight for 15 minutes. Are you? Why? That's what I did. Yeah. Mm-mm, but that- no, that's a way to feel bad. You got to do couch to 5k. You got to get an app and it'll tell you to, it'll say, it'll go run. And then you'll run for a minute and then it'll say walk and you oh. walk for a minute and then it goes run. And it gets you on a program that's very easy and it's very quick, a quick and easy way to do 30 minutes without feeling like shit. That's a great point. Yeah. I, I think, and that's interval, it's called interval exercise, mm-hmm. right? Or something yeah, like that. Where it's actually training better yeah interval training right where it's better for your like pulmonary system and stuff so that's a great point when my toe heals i'll try it out and in the meantime i'll just stick to the bar and and kind of hobble around yeah and maybe buy yourself uh, something fun because you're making an effort you deserve it (laughs) yeah treat yourself (laughs) Uh well i did treat myself with all the the gym stuff i mean i can't no no. that didn't count no (laughs) Treat, treat yourself uh, because uh, you're doing something that adds volume to your life. So <laughs> you gotta. <laughs> I found the root of all my problems. It's, it's Valerian. Um, <laughs> that'd be you horrible. Give you something so like something nice on the D Snyder. Uh, <laughs> that'd be uh, horrible if you had right. a Valerian root canal and it's just the smelly with with the drill. Okay, I'm sorry for that uh, wordplay. What, what what is yours, Stephen? What's your anxiety of the week? Uh, I have uh, I had a guy, a friend of mine, stay at my place. Uh, he's going through a, a hard time. Yeah, let me just. I want to stop you there because you told me about <laughs> this last week, and you said, "Oh, I got a friend of mine is going through a hard time staying at my place." Turns out you asked him to stay over because he were lonely. Is that true? No. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> that's what you I thought I heard. Did I say it on stage with a microphone in my yes, hand? Yes, yes. <laughs> For a laugh? Yeah, you said it on stage. <laughs> <laughs> you also said on stage that you didn't have any friends, and then I gave you crap for that, so we both took uh, each other seriously. I know, and that was a joke. Uh, that, that was a joke because the joke was, my girlfriend's my best friend. I have no other friends. That was... It was supposed to be a cheap joke, but Stephen sat there and yeah. made a face and was very concerned that mm-hmm. I disregarded him as a friend. Oh, yeah, I, I was worried he didn't value our relationship. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> oh man! Uh, so I have the, a friend that's staying with me, and uh, I've Steven, done. You, you have a magnesium personality instead of magnetic. Hey, well. All yeah. right, everybody. I had to squeeze one more in. <laughs> Ashley literally was like, I, I'm drawing the line. This is, this is, <laughs> no magnesium puns. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, so I have a friend that's crashing at my place. 
And I feel like I haven't been able to do anything to let him know uh, that uh, he's not putting me out. I got, he's apologized. Like he apologized. He's also anxious. So mm-hmm. it, it's like, I let him, uh, I let him stay in our bed. I I'm like, you, oh. you do whatever you, yeah. Cause my girlfriend's out of town. I didn't let him like sleep with her. Uh, <laughs> right. and, uh, uh, and I just try to put all these things uh, together. So he, he felt, uh, welcome, but I'm realizing when you're with another anxious person, there's nothing you can I'm having a hard time letting an anxious person know that they have no reason to be anxious. Does that mm-hmm. make sense? Yeah, a hundred percent. I mean, the only thing you can do is verbalize it and be like, right. listen, I I'm, I'm having anxiety that you are having anxiety about. Me. <laughs> Very deep and appropriate. Yeah. You just gotta be like, I, if you, if I'm making you feel weird, it's only because I'm trying to not make you feel weird. So like you wow. should know that I'm feeling I'm, I care about you and I want this to be a positive experience. And so mm-hmm. because of that, be like, and you can just be like, I don't really have experience with this, you know, like, I'm, right. you know, unless you do, this has happened multiple times. No. So yeah, I don't really have experience with this and I just want you to feel as welcomed as possible. So um, like, let me know if there's anything I can do. And if I'm acting weird, it's just cause like, I care about you and I don't want you to be anxious and I'm, I'm having anxiety over that. Not to go to the park. That's that awesome. was wow, Ashley. <laughs> and also, you're you're getting something out of him, right? He's cat sitting for you, right? Oh yeah, now he is, but he wasn't uh, for like I had him come early, so he had a place right away. I didn't hold it off until I got something out of it. Um, but I was probably gonna have him stay if I was go- even if I wasn't gone, uh, just because I'm trying to look out for my friends. Nice. Uh, yeah, that's nice of you. And you heard yeah. it here first, everybody. Uh, and I got to tell place. you, this, this is my advice. So I think the problem with, with this whole dynamic in your house is you, you're letting him sleep on the bed. You get the couch. Right. I think if he slept on the couch, you slept in the bed. He would feel more like not imposing. I guess I feel so. Like your, your overdoing of it uh, is making him feel less comfortable. Well, the couch is less comfortable, so I. I, I <laughs> but, that, but then he feels bad that he's in your house and making you sleep on an uncomfortable thing. You know, that's uh, if, if I was crashing with somebody's house, I'd be like, "Yeah, give me anything. I'll sleep in the bathtub." You know, <laughs> obviously, I'm just happy to have a place. That's that's a good point. Uh, but I wanted him to. But now it's too late. You already he already has the bed. He can't. Sleep. Yeah. See, I don't know. Counterpoint is like if I'm not doing well, okay, because you you've mentioned that he's not doing well. I'd be like, yeah, thank you for the bed. I want to die. So thank you. Yes. <laughs> this is like, making true. a difference. That's true. That's bathtub. what my my reasoning was. I actually nailed it. Is like why have someone that's going through a hard time come in and have a sore back? Why would I add that on top of it? Where That's I'm true. like, I can, ha- I'll have a bed when he's gone. Like I'm doing okay. Now he wakes up in the morning. He's like, my life is is collapsed, but at least my lumbar is very supportive. <laughs> my, my, I'm under a lot of strain, but but my lower back isn't. That's great. Oh my god. Uh, wow, you. 
you both, uh, well, Ashley, more than than you, uh, killed it. Uh, well, I got one more. Andrew, I got one more. Andrew told me to put my friend on the floor. So <laughs> I got uh, one more. I'm going through a hard time, but I'm not sleeping on a hard surface. <laughs> Very nice. <laughs> See, that one was fine because I had no magnesium in it. But, uh... <laughs> <laughs> and plus, if he slept in your bathtub, I mean, and he wanted to kill himself. Who would turn on the faucet? So mm -hmm. it's less temptation in the bed. I also feel like when you're staying at someone's place, you don't feel like you have any privacy. It's not right. your space. So if you've, you're giving them your bedroom and your bed, you're kind of saying like, this is a space for you to feel comfortable in that like people aren't going to be walking through. I think you get an A plus for friendship. Big time. Look at that. Thank uh, you. We got to have a graphic come on with a point for him and <laughs> zero for me. That confetti comes down. <laughs> Good friend. <laughs> See, I like being on Ashley's podcast. This is helpful. <laughs> now, uh, is there anything that made you anxious recently this week or oh my God. other than yeah. the flying? Yeah, I have a lot of anxiety over communication. That's my big thing. So like any type of email, text messages, anything like that takes a lot of time. And I have a boss who texts me instead of emailing me. Oh, it's And I'm drawing a line. In fact, she texted me right before this podcast. And oh I, was my on my, I was on my walk. I do a daily hour walk. It's very important. And I was like, I am going to respond to her in an email and then text her back and say, hi, I moved this conversation to email. Killer. That's that was really good. Oh, you didn't do it yet. I haven't done it yet. That's my plan. Oh. That's my plan. That's my plan. But I it think that's a me great up. idea. Thank you. Yeah, I feel like in this work from home world, the border, the line between privacy has disappeared, you know, because they're they're worried you're not looking at your monitor. So they're like blowing up your phone. Yeah. Well, mm. I have a I have really strong guidelines around text messages like I will not receive them for certain hours during the day, or I, I tell people not to text me and mm. everyone has Nick's number in case there's an emergency. Um, and I have asked her not to text me before during, uh, I've asked her not to text me between 10 and three, 10 AM and 3 PM. She texted me before. Anyway, I'm upset about it. Yeah. I used to, I used to have a boss that always would call me. So I'd always like eat at an all you can eat buffet. So I could say, Hey, listen, I got a lot on my plate right now. Um, <laughs> Can't take this. Right, that, <laughs> so, I, but I honestly, I do feel like the calling is is worse than the texting. And you had me. I I was like, this is a great conversation. It's so serious, and we're getting down to something. And then you just set up a plate. <laughs> and... You got me. You killed it. I love I a love buffet it. reference. It was always. great. The one thing the pandemic hasn't taken yeah, from me get, is you were my gonna love. Say you can't... What? Sorry. Sorry. Uh, What'd you say? You were gonna say you can't get enough of a buffet. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I thought that's what Ashley did say. Uh, oh, that's oh, I'm it's glitching over here. I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't know if I said it. I might have. Who knows? I mean, that's what I heard in through my joke joke <laughs> filter. Uh, I'm sorry to interrupt you, Ashley. What were you saying? Not anything important. Just that. <laughs> 
Just that, like, I thought I was going to come out of the pandemic distrustful of buffets. And guess what? I still love them. So, <laughs> that's it. That is all. I'm glad you said it. I've never had a bad time at a buffet. The only thing that worries me at a buffet is, like, the tip situation. You know, like, do I leave money on the table because mm. they're taking the plates? But yeah. they're not a server because I'm serving myself. So, you know, so I never, I leave like a dollar, $2 usually, but yeah. I'm, I'm usually freaked out about it the whole time. Um, do you I leave think, money? Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. Leave money for sure. Leave a five because oh. there a lot of tables are not leaving money. That's true. You got to yeah. yeah. So big fan. I went to a K&W cafeteria a couple weeks ago. You guys remember those? No. No, I don't know what that is. Sounds like K and W cafeteria. It's K K and W K and yeah, and W cafeteria. What is Andrew? Are you from Virginia? Yes. Um, they there's there's a lot of them in Virginia, mainly North Carolina, but it's kind of like a cafeteria, like a school cafeteria for adults. So it's like a Golden Corral. No, because Golden Crowd, we're doing a buffet. This is like you got your tray and you go down the cafeteria line and you tell them what they want. And they put it on your plate and then the lady at the end adds up everything. Oh, I love that. It's, wow. it's, it's fun, but it's the same deal where you sit at the table and like someone just clears your plates and like wipes your table down and restocks your napkins and stuff. But I always leave those people five bucks because no one tips them. And I'm like, that sucks. I know it is a thankless job Mm -hmm. um yeah the uh what's the cost over there is it like a it's cheap babe okay it's cheap (laughs) it's like eight dollars for dinner (laughs) it's like too cheap (laughs) you're like something's wrong here (laughs) that's uh yeah that that brings me back because i went to college in virginia and that's that is exactly how we ate and uh it was always a good time there was always good food it was always mac and cheese Mm-hmm. lots of mac and cheese yeah what part of where, what college did you go to i went to vcu okay in richmond mm-hmm. yeah it's like the blend of art but very country people in one place so there was literally a guy with a blue mohawk sitting next to me in one class and on the left of me was a guy with a camo uh like you know whatever hat whatever i can't think of a country brand but he had it carhartt just throw it out carhartt there. yeah okay <clears throat> Um, but yeah, that it was, where did you go? I went to NC state, which is a, um, agricultural school. So I'm from Chapel Hill in North Carolina, but I went to NC state, which is like lots of farmers. Um, like we have, like, we're like the top soil science school in the country, poultry science. Wow. Um, but I was an English major. So it was like a similar experience where I was just surrounded by the arts, but, Mm -hmm. um, would be asked out on like dates four wheeling and stuff. <laughs> and, and Michael Jordan went to that school, right? Michael Jordan went to UNC. He's from oh. Wilmington, North Carolina. He went to UNC and Dean Smith was his coach. Um, and then but I, I'm from Chapel Hill. So I grew up in UNC. So big into UNC basketball. Gotcha. Was always around UNC players. But I went to NC State, which is down the road. It's the Wolfpack. You might have heard of it. Yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there was been another famous player from there, right? Recently, that make, mm-hmm. that makes me think of Jordan. There's got to be somebody. I can't. Okay, whatever. From UNC or NC State? NC State. Um. Yeah, I don't know off the top of my head. I mean, Zach Galifianakis is, went to NC State. So oh, that's, oh. That's that's the only thing I think of when I think of that college is wow. comedy. I went to check out Virginia Tech, which I feel like is a very, very similar school because they also have chicken science. Mm-hmm. And the, oh, the, yeah. And it just 
I think I have another memory of going to a chicken farm and a turkey farm and it was the worst uh, smelling experience of my life. So yeah. I kind of, once they said chicken science, I kind of was turned off by the school because of, uh, I- I'm just well, not a big smell guy, I think. No, chicken smell, chicken shit smells really bad. Also, Blacksburg's very different than Richmond. So you, I feel like Richmond's more refined. Yes. Um, Blacksburg is like, anyway, this is, feels like another conversation, but I was going <laughs> to say real quick, going to an agricultural school is great because all of the food that this school serves you. So like your cafeteria food is all from the animals that are on the school. So like we, I would, oh, nice. eat, I would eat like NC state ice cream. Like our, our soft serve was made from the milk of the school's cows. So oh, that that's awesome. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And the, uh, the chicken uh, poop smells because of uh, the supplements. They're, they're, the chickens are lactose intolerant. That was the problem. Yeah, too much valerian root. Yeah. So our choices today root. our choice today are chocolate chip, valerian root, <laughs> magnesium. <laughs> magnesium. <laughs> uh, we oh, had man. the worst soft serve at my cafeteria. It was like the, the chemically and gross. And the only thing people did with it, the only people who ate it were these fraternity guys who would make the pledges, make the highest ice cream they could and walk around the, the cafeteria with it. And that was always the funniest moment of, of lunch for me. Uh, but okay. So. Well, we, uh, we have to wrap it up soon, but I have uh, a question. Cause you brought it up. Uh, you mentioned your, your topic was communication anxiety yeah. and you have these hours for texting how uh, did you come about that? And has it, have you noticed an increase in your mental health from doing that? Yes, absolutely. First off, how dare anyone just text me? I think it is so <laughs> rude when people just text out of the blue. Like I'm not ever, I'm doing things and now I'm mm-hmm. being taken out of my world and I have to like figure out a sentence structure to respond to you in a way where I'm following certain social protocols. Like I find it exhausting trying to figure out how to respond to text. I'd rather someone call me and leave a voicemail. Wow, that's great. Uh I would much rather prefer that because no one expects you to pick it up when they call you, but they do expect you to return a text. And I don't like anyone expecting anything from me, okay? Oh, (laughs) man. uh, But I have a kitchen safe. You know what that is? Oh, I think, but... It's like a locker, a lockbox that I'm looking right at it. And you just pop your phone in it and you turn the dial for three hours and it locks up your phone and you can go do whatever you want. So I use it for writing because I find like my phone texting when I'm writing, someone texts me and all of a sudden an hour has passed, not into it. So I feel that. Yeah. So like a year ago, I just told everybody um, not to contact me during the day between 10 a.m. and 3 p.m. because I would be writing. Wow. And uh, if it's an emergency, here's Nick's number, you know. And, wow. and Nick is your boyfriend or a fiance? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, I would say it was really good for like three-ish months. But then I just fell off. It's hard to, for me not to break those rules you know right it's hard so so i would say it helps i would say that i'm 
I'm not good on a group thread. Don't put me on a group text. I'm not good responding to comments on social media. Like I might respond to someone's comment like a week later. Like Mm -hmm. I just, I, I have to have a very, a lot of distance between me and my phone. So I don't know if I answered the question, but I will say that like the kitchen safe was very (laughs) helpful. And I would say most people respect my boundaries. I actually haven't had any issue with people respecting my boundaries, except for my boss, who I think is just, I think it's an age issue. Right. I don't think she gets it. Wow. And then this is, this is a new remote job, like where where you were in person and now remote. Cause I feel like we were in person. Now we're remote. Yeah. And it's just a weekend thing. It's just like every Saturday. So it's like, I feel like if it's a part-time nothing, don't ever text. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's even worse. Yeah. It's a part-time nothing. Like just email me the thing. Right. Right. Or call and leave them. I can't wait to write her this email. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man! So empowering. We uh, we'll let you go do that. Before we let let you go, is there anything you would like to plug? uh, Plug your social media? Anything? Uh, Tell them the hours of when they can comment. Yeah, follow me um, on Instagram, Ashley Brooke Roberts. It's like Ashley underscore Brooke underscore Roberts or on TikTok, Ashley Brooke Roberts. And um, I'm going to plug my book um, that I haven't written yet. Oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, it's going to be called uh, uh, Internal Spaces for Your Time of Need. So oh, be, uh, title. how to build a house you can retreat to in your mind when you're stressed out. And one day I'll make that book. Oh, I'm excited. I I want to, yeah, it could be a short story too. That's true. When you make that book, you come on here and we'll, we'll plug it again. Thank you. I appreciate it. This has been a lot of fun. Thank you for having me. Thanks so much for doing it. It was so fun. Uh, Andrew, anything before we wrap up? Uh, Do you have a website, Ashley? We can. Yeah. My name, Ashley Brooke Roberts. Check it out. I put a lot of time into it and i don't know if anyone has ever looked at it (laughs) that's how i always feel but then once in a while i get a message from it (laughs) yeah check out my freaking website (laughs) y'all check it out get over there perfect well thank you so much for doing the show ashley Thanks for having me. Good luck texting your boss. And uh, (laughs) we're going to say, we do an intro before the episode. We'll we'll say all your plugs up top too. So great. We all covered. I appreciate it. All right. Bye. Bye. Thanks again. Thanks so much. I just sign out or. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. I'll leave. Okay. (laughs) Okay. No, (laughs) I didn't know. No rush. I I didn't. I didn't know if we did like a post show, but this is it. Oh yeah. No. Yeah. We (laughs) we and him do a a pre-show. We, we, uh, We'll gladly tell you that this was great and thanks for doing it. But uh, yeah. other than that, we're just nervous dorks that would. Just... <laughs> okay, we, well. don't, we don't know how to let alone leave a conversation <laughs> or tell somebody else to leave. So okay, well, I'm out of here. Okay. I'm going right. to leave right. Right, this, right now. Okay. Bye-bye. Okay, bye bye. Bye. Thanks so much. Hey guys, thanks for listening to the episode. Really appreciate all the support. If you like the podcast, please share it. Uh, tell all your friends. Give us a high rating. Like, subscribe, all that jazz. And uh, we're on social media. I'm uh, at not Steve Rogers on uh, Instagram and Twitter. 
Stephen Rogers Comedy on Facebook and StephenRogersComedy.com. And I am on uh, Twitter, A Chavone, S C H I A V O N E. And on Instagram, I'm Andrew Chavone, same spelling as before. On uh, Facebook, I'm Andrew.Chavone. And my website is AndrewChavone.com. Perfect. Thanks for listening, and see you next week, guys. See you next week. Bye.